I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins with Biz New Orleans Magazine. Welcome to Biz Talks. Each week, we reach beyond the pages of Biz New Orleans Magazine to bring you in-depth conversations with members of the business community. From the names everyone knows to the ones destined to make their mark, we'll dive into the top issues, best practices, successes, and failures of every industry that calls Southeast Louisiana home. Welcome to this week's episode of Biz Talks. I'm Kim Singletary, Managing Editor of Biz New Orleans Magazine, and today we're talking about the beautiful marriage of two things that have become especially popular during the pandemic, food and loungewear. Put them together and you get food wear. Slippers, sweatpants, hoodies, t-shirts, all featuring pictures of food, from king cakes to cookies, hot sauce to pasta. It may seem like a silly concept, but the sales have been serious for New Orleans foodware brand Mr. Eatwell, founded by Irish Channel resident Matt Rebikoff early last year. After only six weeks in business, Rebikoff scored a big win, a partnership with Crystal Hot Sauce to create a line of clothing featuring the iconic bottle. After comedian Heather McMahon shared the clothes with her half a million Instagram followers, a collaboration with her soon followed. But most recently, on June 2nd, Café Du Monde also decided to get in on the action, announcing their partnership with Mr. Eatwell in a brand new collection featuring what they're calling Sweet Suits, Sweet Teas, and Sweet Slides. Here with me today to talk all the sweetness is the man behind it all, Matt Rebikoff. Welcome, Matt. Thank you, Kim. And honestly, I think you covered it all. We're, we're, we can have. <laughs> we're it. That's it. Um, that was good. Yeah. We're, I think we're <laughs> Um, Thank you so much for having me. I do. I really appreciate it. <laughs> so, okay. So first, of course, New Orleans question. So you are not a New Orleanian. So where oh, are you from? How did you get here? Uh, okay. So, and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to warn you and anyone who happens to be listening. I am not the most succinct person. So feel free to edit out 80% of what I say. Uh, I, I won't be offended. Um, okay, so I, I uh, grew up between like New York and St. Louis, and then uh, New York first, and then St. Louis. Uh, I, I lived in for twelve years, and I went back to New York after school. Um, and I was in Brooklyn for about eight years, and um, I came down here for a, a party after a <laughs> Europe trip in October of twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the initial, I, I had a return flight like four days later. And uh, I'm not sure if you are, are aware of this, that there's no reason you would be, but Frontier very briefly had a flight that went from the middle of Long Island, which is where I was living for the summer, to here direct for like, it was literally $19 each way because it was an introductory fare. <laughs> and so uh, whenever it would come time to go back, I just like, well, for 19 bucks, I can skip this flight. I don't really have anything to go. I quit my job in New York and I I ran a store out in East Hampton uh, for the summer. And that was over because summer was over. So I did that a few times and I was, um, I was with my, my then, uh, my then fiance. And um, we, I convinced her to take a look at an apartment (laughs) uh, after two weeks of missing flights. And uh, we, we signed a lease on the spot. Um, we found a great place in the Irish Channel. And um, it's it was so much bigger than our place in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Um, and I had I at least hadn't looked at the job market at all. So when I saw the price on it, I was like, oh, my God, this is like it's cheaper than Brooklyn. It's three times the size. 
Um, so we signed a lease and then uh, realized like, don't have jobs, don't have <laughs> prospects. The money here is not the same as it is in New York. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, I've been here ever since. Um, we we figured it out. I found a job basically like three days before I would have had to pack all my shit up and go back to New York and and uh, with my tail between my legs. Um, and so I've been here ever since, and and I love it. I love it down here. So what what is your professional background? Mm. So. I have had a lot of careers. Um, I worked in helicopters when I first got out of school in New York City. Um, I've worked in restaurants. I have worked behind a cheese counter at Italy in New York, uh, in Manhattan. Italy. And then uh, from there, I went and did corporate cheese work, which uh, most people don't know exists, but it does. Um, and I bought cheese for uh, Murray's Cheese, uh, for a couple of years. And then I was the uh, cheese and charcuterie category manager for Dean and DeLuca's like American operation. Um, and basically um, it was, I was taking three trains uh, in the morning to get to work from Brooklyn in rush hour and then three trains home in rush hour. And my soul was just dying rapidly. Um, so I quit and moved. And when I got here, I did a few, I sold cheese for a minute because I was like, I need to make money. Yeah. And then uh, I did some work for Crew. Oh, yeah. Uh, some consulting work for Crew, yeah. Uh, and then um, what was I doing? And then I actually ran the pool behind Crew. Um, and then I just did this randomly by accident. And here I am. And this is all I do. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about, so where, oh, where did this idea come from? Uh, well, so I, I really didn't know how to cook uh, for most of my life. Um, my mother cooked for me for a long time when I was a kid. Um, my ex uh, is a chef. Uh, she cooked me for me for a long time. So I, I just decided to kind of try and learn. Um, it seemed like it was time, getting older. And uh, so I made a bowl of pasta and as one does in 20 i guess this was 2019 uh you took a photo of the food and um i at the same time i went to go see j cole in concert um and i bought a hoodie there i'm a hoodie fan i'm a hoodie fanatic really is, is probably more accurate okay. and uh it was the softest hoodie i'd ever bought so i know that j cole doesn't have a hoodie factory so I spent like six months trying to figure out where this hoodie came from. Couldn't, couldn't figure it out. Couldn't get a hold of anyone at his record label or anything like that. And, uh, and then one day I was like, you know, let me check and see if there's a tag in a different spot on this sweatshirt. And there was, so I bought one on Amazon and that was it. I just wanted the hoodie is very comfortable. And then one day it's just in the middle of the day. I was like, you know, I feel like this would look better with a bowl of pasta on it. And uh, a friend of mine had a direct-to-garment printer. I said, can you print a bowl of pasta on it? He said, that sounds dumb, but I'll do it. <laughs> and, um, and he did. And I liked it. So I wore it every once in a while. People, other people seemed to like it, which I thought was insane. Um, and enough. And then I think I made steak or, or, pasta or pizza for myself after that. Uh, so I, you know, I had a couple of food sweatshirts. And people were really like kind of into it. So I made a website, <laughs> just 
just for kind of shits and giggles to see if like anyone would randomly buy a, uh, one of these. And some people did, and I made them to order. And um, and then just things kind of they really spiraled from there. It just it just got out of hand quickly. So were you using social media and stuff to get it out? Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I made a, I had an Instagram account. Um, I, but, and I posted, you know, like the sites coming soon, but there was like seven people that <laughs> were on it. Um, and, and I, I, yeah. And then I posted photos of like the first garments uh, saying like, these are available to anyone that would care, which is probably no one. And, um, but without social, there's no way that the company would exist at this point, especially. Um, and it's, it's, I think of social media as like a very necessary, excuse me, evil. Um, it just takes up so much time and I feel like it's rewiring my brain in a bad way. And, um, but I can't, I, I like without it, I, my, the business fails. So there's no, there's no way around it for me. Um, I guess I could hire someone to do it, but then I'd have to hire someone to do it. So, <laughs> um, okay. but yeah, so social was a big, a big aspect of it. So you had a hoodie with a bowl of pasta on it. Um, so what, how did that grow? Did you, when did you start doing, cause you do, you do t-shirts and sweatpants and, and slippers and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really, it's really, the product assortment has really grown. Um, so I think I did a t-shirt early on. Uh, I think first t-shirt was a pizza t-shirt. I'm like, I just opened up my closet to look at so I can remember what the hell I did. Um, the pasta, the original pasta sweatshirt I still have. Uh, I have all of it. Um, yeah, I think it, it really was just uh, hoodies and crewneck sweatshirts at first. Um my friend Maya was the first person that had one that wasn't me. Um, I, I gave her one for her birthday because she loves her neck sweatshirts. Um, and I, I, my dad was my first order. I mean, like there's, it, it, it grew very, it, it grew basically from my, from my family and friends um, to, you know, family and friends of theirs. And then I think the, I, the first time I got a, like a random person, Cause I would like promote posts um, on the Instagrams okay. and I guess someone saw it and was like, I would spend this amount of money on a, on a sweatshirt that has a pizza on it. Um, was and it so pizza? they did. Did you take the picture of the pizza? Yes. Oh yeah. So, so all of the food on there, um, I, uh, for the most part, um, my, my ex made the, the king cake. She's a very talented baker. And um, so that's where the king cake came from. Um, I made the steak, the pasta, and the pizza. Um, and that, so so as I was learning to cook, I took photos and I, I put in my clothes. And that was like really it. That was the whole concept. I hadn't done anything creative in my whole life before that, except for like a, a painting that I did in, in like fourth grade that my mom has up on her wall. And it's bad. It's like a bad painting. Um, and then I took 30 years off or whatever from being creative because... Uh, fear of criticism and judgment and failing. Um, and then I stopped caring, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay, so how did Crystal Hot Sauce come mm. Okay, as so this is how I think all big collaborations start. I was at a juvenile concert 
You know, it's funny. Now that I think about it, J. Cole concert started something. Juvenile oh concert God. started something. I never put that together. Uh, but I was at a juvenile concert. Um, and this dude, random dude walked up to me. I was wearing a King Cake t-shirt. And he's like, you know, it's wild. I was just talking to my cousin about the company that makes these shirts. He knows the owner. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm the owner. Who's your cousin? And he goes, oh, um, Pepper Bomber, who's who's a friend of mine um, and who is, is the president of Crystal. Yeah. And so, uh, who's, and he's amazing. I, and I owe him, like, you know, basically my firstborn if I ever have a kid. <laughs> um, and, and he, uh, I, so I enjoyed the show. And the next day I texted Pepper. I was like, hey, I met one of your cousins last night. Um, funny story. And like, as I'm texting him, he starts buying stuff on the website. And I'm like, well, Pepper, you know, I have a food clothing company. You have a food company. We could possibly do something together. And I was expecting to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's, you know, whatever. That sounds like a dumb idea, but I'll entertain it because you're my friend. And he wrote back and he's like, fuck yeah. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Um, and this so... is like six weeks in. Like you'd only... This is six weeks. Yes. Yeah, so I started the, the brand launched on January 23rd. I mean, Mardi Gras that year was, I think, like February, maybe late February, early March. I can't remember exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was like four to six weeks in. So I was like just trying to figure out what clothes were. And uh, he seemed really interested. So I started putting some mock ups together. And, um, and then we started, and then the pandemic hit. <laughs> right. uh, and I was like, oh, wow. You know, I started this company kind of by accident. It's, it makes sense that it would last two months and be done, right? Um, I was coming back from Costa Rica and I was just expecting a call from Pepper to say like, you know, bad timing. Right. We, maybe when this thing passes, we can figure something out. So I get a call from Pepper. And I'm like, this is it. It's over. And he's like, all right, so everybody's buying hot sauce. We are getting crushed. Grocery stores are getting crushed. We want to move forward as quickly as possible, which was not what I was expecting. <laughs> and um, and so we did. Uh, I put together a bunch of designs and we started production. And it was very stressful because things were way late. And I it was like acute panic attacks multiple times a day because hundreds of people have pre-ordered. And I'm just like, I'm, I don't think everything, nothing's going to come. I'm going to hate everything forever. What do I do? Um, and that's just the fun part of the business, you know? But you did the designs? Yeah. I mean, the, the in theory, uh, Crystal did the design like a hundred years ago when they made the bottle. Yeah. But um, I had a bottle of hot sauce, obviously in my, in my pantry because, uh, Crystal is my favorite hot sauce, uh, not just because they help pay the bills or anything like that. Like, it, it's just my favorite. Um, so I just took a bottle, my bottle of hot sauce and, and, and shot it because I was like, m- you know, most people's hot sauce bottles don't look like new bottles. They, they've got like, you know, the hot sauce residue on the top and mm-hmm. the crust, you know, they're, they're, well, they're worn in bottles. Yep. So um I took a photo of that and I, I superimposed it onto a sweatshirt. I sent it to Pepper. He was into it. And, um, 
And then the po'boy photo actually came from, um, they made po'boys for uh, their website. So we kind of, and then I, so I shot, sorry, I'm, I, it's just ridiculous to think about this stuff. <laughs> I, I, shot, I shot everything in my house, uh, like different angles of me pouring out hot sauce and trying to get like a photo of the drip as it was coming out onto this chest freezer that was in my house. I mean, um, and so it, it just, and like really, to be totally honest with you, that's how I still shoot stuff. I just shoot stuff in my kitchen and and and, uh, and put it on clothes still. But, um, well, but it yeah, works. yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's uh, I guess slightly cheaper than hiring someone to do stuff. And um, if people keep buying it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with them. <laughs> Okay, so then this stuff comes out. I'm assuming Crystal helps get the word out. And then you they, got, yeah. You got a comedian. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um Heather McMahon. Um yeah. so she gets my second born. Um <laughs> the, wow, don't have any kids. That's that's okay. Yeah, which is honestly it's fine. Like I uh, the only goal <laughs> of having kids would be to give them to these people. Um so when I first started with the crystal stuff, I didn't know who Heather was. Um, and people kept saying to me like, Hey, there's this comedian who's hysterical. She loves crystal hot sauce. You should send her stuff. And I would say, I don't have her address. That's not how life works. <laughs> and, but I did have her Instagram name. So every time I'd post about crystal every once in a while, I'd like, I just like tag her. Right. And, uh, I was sitting on the couch one night it was like midnight and I got a notification and said like Heather McMahon mentioned you in her story. And I think at that time I probably had like 200 followers, something along those lines. Um, and she posted all this nice stuff about like, you know, cause we were giving money to charity, which is something that uh, I've done since the beginning is, is give a percentage away. And, Crystal, uh, being a slightly bigger company than, than I am, uh, could afford to give even more of that money away. Um, so, so it was, you know, she was just, she was very sweet and, um, I got 80 orders, uh, overnight, which is like six times more orders than I had gotten cumulatively to that point. Wow. Uh, and like, I woke up to, you know, another 600 followers or something like that. Um, and, so her and I were, you know, we're DMing. I just, I thanked her profusely and, and uh, I sent her some stuff. She actually bought stuff, which she obviously didn't have to do. I would have sent her everything anyway. Um, and, um, and so basically that was in March uh, when we were still in the pre-order stage. And then in May, I think she did it again. Uh, and I got 200 orders in a day. And... I quit my job. <laughs> I did like that day. Um, I, cause I just, I was working on this, you know, 15, 16 hours a day. And then I realized I still had to like do work and I just couldn't do it anymore. So I had to make a choice and I chose the thing that I love to do. And I thought could be, uh, something that I would do for a very long time and enjoy doing so. Um, yeah, Heather's, uh, like at my homie and she's, she's like a savior. And then obviously that transitioned into a, a, a business relationship and a personal friendship. So Wait, yeah, so that, it's been a whirlwind. Was that last March or this March? That's that a good you, question. 
<laughs> that would have been um, last March. Okay. Last March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The March of Wait, is it? Yeah, yeah, last March. Yeah, because this March just happened. Yeah, last yeah. March. Okay. So the pandemic right. had started. People yeah. were like stuck in the house. Um, sweatpants were really starting to enter people's radar. Oh yeah. As a as a viable <laughs> wear wear uh, wardrobe option. Um. And I've, you know, they've been my, the, a staple of my life since I was a little kid. Uh, so it's, it's good to feel a little bit more accepted now. Um, but yeah, so that was March of 2020. And then May of 2020 is when I, is when I went full time to do this. Wow. So have you had any other celebrities grab, grab your stuff? I, ha I have actually um, a couple of people. Um, uh that have that have kind of become friends uh jesse ennis who's a super talented actress oh, yeah. um and who is on mythic quest and i'm just going to plug mythic quest because if you're not watching it that's very stupid of you <laughs> you should watch mythic quest on apple tv plus jesse's amazing rob mcclehane amazing i mean just the whole cast everything about that show is so incredible um and then um a friend of mine put me in touch with with chloe Feynman, who's been another um you know supporter and and she's incredible and i'm a huge fan of her work too um so uh the the funny white lady demo is really like where i where i'm, I'm like crushing it that seems that seems to really be the spot um but yeah and i've, I've got some gifts going off to some other people that i really respect and and uh so I, I it's just a wild thing it's it's crazy for me to see anyone wearing my stuff it's just like because of my background being so far away from this yeah. um so that if when i see people on instagram like at the airport with matching suits with their wives or husbands or whatever i'm just like this is insane it's so surreal it really is so, okay. uh, and then, so now you've got Cafe Dumond, <laughs> which I mean, people for since the beginning of time have been wearing Cafe Dumond on themselves, whether they correct. like it or not. Um, but you have created this this line for them. So that this just came out beginning of June, and yeah, this was it launched on Thursday. That's crazy. This past Thursday, which I think was like the I don't know the fourth, maybe the fifth um I do and slippers the thank you and and I, I feel bad because i'm the only person in the world that has them right now um oh yeah because i i just have the yeah i have the sample and they're going in like they're in bulk production just that we closed the pre-sale um it's like tonight so they're they're the bulk production started um and they'll be here in like two two three weeks but um they're so amazing i they're they're one of my favorite things that i've ever done and I feel bad that no one else has them. Um, but so, like, how would you explain them? Because they've, they've got the it's just okay. Cool. So the right, the right. Uh, I'm looking at them because I'm wearing them. Uh, the right. Um, the right slide has uh, my logo on it, which I like kind of merged with um, the Cafe Dumont beignet mix uh, colors and logo. Okay. Um, and then the left slide has a basket of beignets on it. Okay. And then the actual, like the top of the sole is the green and white awning stripe from the French market. Yeah, those are, that's what's really cool. That's a um, attention grabber. Yeah, I mean, I just like, I, I couldn't, and when I, you know, when I designed them, I was like, I wonder if they'll be able to do this. And I got the samples in the mail and I was like, I couldn't, have, I couldn't be happier. 
Is um, the same company that you originally worked with with the hoodie? No. Okay. No. Um, that the his production method, it took like seventeen minutes for him to make each hoodie. Uh, okay. Just yeah. because he had to like feed into a machine that printed it, and I had a logo, I had my neck tag, I had a the appreciate you on the shoulder. So every it, it just didn't really it, it it would take at the quantities that I even needed for Crystal, it would take them like two years or whatever to make them. So, um, so yeah, the Cafe du Monde thing was super surreal too, because, uh, a friend of mine, uh, like grew up with the, the family. And, um, when I first kind of started this, he's like, Oh, I'm going to get you in touch with the Cafe du Monde people. And they're like my dream collab. I'm, it's one of my favorite places to eat in new Orleans. It's one of the few tourist places that I think like outlives the hype it's just it's just and the branding's incredible and the story's incredible and so uh he got back to me he's like they said no <laughs> um this was i don't know maybe maybe eight months ago or something like that and i was like all right that kind of sucks but i get it and then um they reached out to me and were like hey i'm not sure if you'd ever consider this or how you like vet collabs but if you ever wanted to do any work with us like we would be super down and my head exploded um because it's i was like you're you're it you're the you're the company i want to work with i let let's go before you change your mind let's let's do it um and uh i had recently launched the parm suit so i was uh which was which is the collaboration with with uh with heather where there's parmesan grading into a bowl of pasta from the top to the bottom so I really like the idea of combining the the tops and the bottoms and having uh, having them kind of interact with each other. So I was like, well, beignets falling from the top to the bottom would be cool. Powdered sugar trail would be cool. And then like, again, my production people crushed it. I'm so happy with this stuff. Um, and I'm, I, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm not saying I did a good job, but they definitely did a good job. So, okay, so that's super exciting. And so, and, and, but you mentioned real quick, and I wanted to say, so appreciate you. What are those words? Mm. Uh, okay, so essentially, uh, when, when it crossed my mind that there might be people that spent money, like would spend money on this stuff, um, again, it really, it blew me away. So I, I just wanted to kind of let those people know that I was, that I was just super grateful. Um, so I just put appreciate you on there just to kind of let customers know that I appreciate them. And then as kind of a bonus, uh, to have the people that are, let's say walking behind someone, see the words appreciate you and be like, Oh, that's nice. I feel appreciated by this random person in front of me. Um, and so it just kind of stuck. And I think it's just, uh, I really, I'm, I'm so thankful that I get to do this for a living and that people care and are willing to spend money. I mean, the stuff is, is, um, it's not the cheapest stuff cause it's all super high quality. It's all printed and embroidered in the States by like people that make living wages and, and each thing takes a very long time. So I, I, you know, I know how hard it is to make money and I know that there's a lot of places to spend it so um it's i have so much appreciation for anyone that um even considers <laughs> buying my stuff so um it that's really where it came from it was just kind of a shout out to the people that um are willing to take a chance on like a one-person company that makes you know clothes with pizza on them 
I, I think that's awesome. And I, I like Thank you. That, that little message, just like you said, to the people behind, you know, you when you're walking or, you know, just any little little bit of goodness right now is, <laughs> is appreciated. Um, so, but yeah, there's a lot of shittiness. Yeah. There's so much. <laughs> there's so much. And so I just figured if I could even add like a, a fraction of a percent of someone's uh, of happiness to someone's day, then like I would do that if I could. So what about the, the charity component? So the uh, one thing that I really wanted to do from from the start was to give back to um, causes and community or, uh, and, and charities and communities that I care about. Um, so from I think from the first sale, at least 10% of proceeds went to a charity, uh, whether it was a political cause that I, you know, believed in or, um, the HRC or, um, you know, anything human rights related, they're all liberal causes. I'm going to be totally honest. Um, so, (laughs) um, the, and, and, and what I then transitioned into was allowing people to choose the charity that their specific uh, sale percentage went to, um, which in theory I loved, and because uh, it gives you it gives you a choice, it, it spreads awareness uh, to to causes and charities that maybe wouldn't have gotten uh, money otherwise or whatever. It turns out logistically that can be tough uh, as the as the orders increased and like instead of having like seventeen orders in a month, there was like few hundred that means like a few hundred donations of like three or four dollars or whatever um to separate places so just recently actually right before we launched the pharmacy we decided to uh switch it to a different cause every month um so that a you know there's one cause that gets a pretty substantial amount of money ideally and and b uh my younger brother who helps out doesn't have to spend you know three days just donating um four bucks a time to to random charities in like Wisconsin and stuff like that. And I love Wisconsin. No, don't get me wrong. I get a lot of sales from there, but um, so it, it's just something that's, that's been super important to me. Um, I think that anyone that uh, can afford to, to donate anything should, there's, there's just people that need money, obviously uh, more than I do. And, and that can use it um, to help other people. And so, um it's just been like kind of one of the core uh the core elements of the company since since the day it launched that's awesome um and then, so are so are most of your sales are, um are they in the u.s do you have any international sales do you have um, available anywhere around here like could people go to any of the stores around here so they are Primarily in the U.S., um, I, I've at this point I've sold to all 50 states, which was another mind-blowing thing for me. Um, we've shipped to Paris and um, <laughs> London and Germany and um, a decent amount of other countries, which is again insane. Um, and actually, I just got an order from Singapore uh, from this dude wh- whose name is Sam Eatwell. Um, <laughs> which was amazing. I loved everything about that. And I just, I just asked him, I emailed him. I was like, I got to know how, like how you found out. And uh, he said a colleague sent him a, sent him something and he was just like, I need all of this. So he bought a bunch of stuff and we sent it to Singapore. Um, <laughs> um, and then as far as uh, 
getting things locally not really at this moment um the the cost of of what i make is very high relative to what i charge for it um so it makes it slightly difficult to wholesale things because most of the time they would want it for what i pay for it right and i mean as much as i love just giving stuff away um it's a difficult business decision. <laughs> so um, as as more people uh, ideally buy things and, and we're making higher quantities and, and we can bring costs down a little bit, I think that um, wholesaling is something I'd, I'd love to do. Um, but at this time, it's it's a little tough. So I, I just about everything sells direct. Um, yeah, I, I, everything sells direct right now. So we've been talking about all these things, and I know. And oh, we didn't mention you make um, you make onesies too for babies. Yes, uh, I think babies are important. Um, <laughs> to be given. They are the future, um, and uh, especially like crystal onesies uh, did really well. Um, I've got some appreciate you onesies. Uh, there needs to be a onesie restock, actually. Um, the, but uh, yeah, and I, I, you know, I think babies deserve to be comfortable too. They, they might not be able to say they're uncomfortable or that they're comfortable, but they, you know, again, they, they deserve it. I mean, I they, their lives are, are way easier than ours are, but I think they're still kind of hard. <laughs> you need some little tiny baby Cafe Dumont slides. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'd have to get those custom molded because um, <laughs> the smallest size right now is substantially bigger than a baby's foot. <laughs> But I do love that idea. And I, and I think we're going to do like some kind of socks. And I feel like we could do babies. Do babies wear socks? Oh, babies. Probably. Wear, yeah. Well, I mean, for half a second, then they pull them off. But yes. <laughs> well, they, as long as it's long enough for a, an Instagram post, that's really all that matters. Exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think some baby stuff is, is, uh, is in the works. And I actually want to start making uh, clothes for what I would call, because I don't know anything about kids, adult children, which is like, seven-year-olds <laughs> wow that's pretty young uh <laughs> <laughs> well because they can like walk and talk yes, they're yes. young adult children um maybe that's what the category will be on the website and everyone will be like oh i don't have one of those because that's not a real thing and no one will buy it <laughs> um so that's that's coming i think uh around back to school time it's going to be like hoodies that fit children oh yeah and i mean and, and they would love it you know, I've got a 10 year old and yeah, I'm sure she, she would wear. Do you, do you don't refer to her as adult, as an adult child? I don't, no, <laughs> I, a lot of different things depending on the mood, but not never right. an adult child. Try that out and see what, see what she says. She'll probably be like, yeah. I don't know what that means. Well, you're crazy. She'd probably dig it. Um, okay. So next up you've got, so you're looking at kids stuff. Um, what else? uh okay so coming up we've got more things happening with heather we've got um maybe some more cafe du monde things to come out shortly um some other early early collab things that i can't discuss yet because they're not finalized and even if they were i still wouldn't talk about them um and then it's like you know we're planning for the holidays um i'm probably gonna uh cook more food and put more food on suits 
and uh, I, I, I can't really talk about that either. But um, well, I mean, it's it's because you're in a you're in a city that is known for its food, right? And so you've mentioned po' boys, and I think king cakes are on there too. But there's a yes. lot of different foods. You Crawfish know. is on my radar. Oh, yeah. um, oysters are on my radar. Um, I get a lot of requests. This isn't New Orleans specific, but I get a lot of requests for shrimp cocktail. Oh. So I think that might happen. Um, and uh, then there's the liquid side of, of life, mm. you know, where um, it doesn't have to be solid foods. So there's some things happening on the on like the the beverage side as well awesome you got a lot of choices there here too we, we yeah, yes very much we, so. like those. we like those here yeah that's what i hear yeah it, it, it was a it was a, a culture shock even coming from new york to, to come down here and i was like wait a second you can just order a drink at a bar and then immediately take it to go and walk outside which oh, yeah. i by the way have gotten tickets for in new york um so <laughs> it really blew my mind <laughs> Yeah, I think that is one of the reasons that that we decided to settle here. My husband was a huge, fan. <laughs> he was a huge fan of that too. Um, go cups, wow, just go blew cups. my whole head apart. Yes, and the the daiquiris. We had a daiquiri, and he was like, "These things are no joke." Um, yeah. So where where did you where did you move here from? California, oh. San Diego. Um, that's where I grew up and then okay. in the Midwest for a, a short period of time and then uh, came down here. So where, where in the Midwest? Uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So we did our time there and then, uh, came down here. And <laughs> did our time. Did our time. It, it was, I feel like a lot of people that live, have lived there, I would say that. Which... It, it had its, it definitely had its bonuses, but this feels like home. Like when I saw palm trees again, yeah. it's all. Yeah, yeah. So um all right so where do people go to order this stuff you know, we've oh. been talking about this stuff but it's hard like on a podcast you can't really show things and so right you gotta you gotta see you gotta see this okay stuff. so here's here's the best way to get it i guess so mr eatwell.com m-r-e-a-t-w-e-l-l.com or uh on the instagrams uh mr underscore eatwell because the guy that has mr eatwell has <laughs> one post in five years and three followers and i can't get a hold of them so if you know if you know the mystery well with no underscore let me know i'm trying to get a hold of them um but it's mr underscore eat well and uh and i don't use anything else there's no there's no twitter uh or anything like that so um the website instagram um feel free to reach out if you have any questions to uh, help me at mrewell.com um we'll take care of you uh, for a long time, I had my my cell phone listed on my, on the site, and uh, I don't anymore. So, Probably shoot good. me an email, yeah. shoot me a DM, and I'll I'll help out. Well, that's awesome. Well, it's been so much fun talking to you, Matt, and I wish you all the luck. I mean, it's thank it, you, Kim. It feels like, I mean, it's a no brainer. It's food and it's loungewear, and who doesn't love both of those things? So, um, especially now, I think it's going to be really painful for us to get back into normal. Yeah, and, and you know, no need. Just throw your air conditioning on. We're in New Orleans, it's hot, <laughs> but like, it's summer clothes for people that like air conditioning. There you go. Yeah, when you kept saying hoodies and stuff, I'm like, oh God, that sounds horrible right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I keep it in hoodie weather all year. 
Oh, well, there you go. I think I would kill our air conditioning if I did that. I was going to say my electric bill is not great. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think this has been super fun. And yes, so MrEatWell.com and go on the Instagram, see all the photos of the photos on the, on the clothes. And um, yeah, and keep us posted on your success. I'm sure there I absolutely will. Thank you. I'd I just need to find some success and then I will keep you posted. <laughs> well, yeah, let us know. So. <laughs> I will. I will. Thank you so much for having me. I, I appreciate it more than anything. And, uh, and I hope you have a lovely day. Awesome. You too. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biz Talks. If you like what you hear each week, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans. For more information or to contact us, please visit bizneworleans.com slash biztalks.